Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Gary Ashton team will get you the intel edge you need to succeed, so go to GaryAshton.com. Superbook Sports, where you go to wager on Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, and everything in between. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose, in the Superbook Sports app. TrueMav Fitness, a new way to work out, a better way to work out, and one that you will love. Sign up for your first class free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMavFitness.com. And Two Rivers Ford, the best car buying experience possible. 2023 model year Fords available right now at tworiversford.com. So there has been a cataclysmic shift in the situation for the Indianapolis Colts since the last time we talked. In fact, I was very upset. I went to my final commercial break to end the radio show today, and Ian Rappaport tweeted out that Matt Ryan had been benched by the Indianapolis Colts. Now, apparently, he also sustained an injury. In this past weekend's game, in Sunday's game, that was going to cause him to miss some time. Regardless, Frank Reich made it clear that they would move forward with second-year quarterback Sam Ellinger. Is it Ellinger or Ellinger? Either way, I suppose we're going to find out. He's the new Colts starting quarterback moving forward. It's pretty crazy to see, um, given how all these things have devolved so quickly for Indianapolis and how they have lost uh, four of these divisional games, and they have one win and one tie at this, or rather lost three of these divisional games, won one of these divisional games, and tied in their first game of the regular season with the Houston Texans. So they've they've finished with the Matt Ryan experience. And the question that I want to ask you guys tonight is this, your Two Rivers Ford take. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch as we watch Justin Fields get ready to battle Bailey Zappi and future Colts quarterback Matt Ryan. Oh, oh, what a br- oh, what a brutal interception by Justin Fields. I need to see what the hell happened there. It did I didn't I couldn't tell if the throw was impacted or if he just made a horrendous mistake. Um, made a horrendous pass on that situation. My goodness. Anyway, that is a uh, and one of their best offensive linemen. Telvin Jenkins is now hurt, or Tevin Jenkins is now hurt. What a brutal, brutal situation for Chicago. Oh, my God. No, he got tackled. I I, uh, I couldn't remember if he went down or not. Anyway, 10-7 in the second quarter of this Monday night football game. Your two Rivers Ford take, however, name something that lasted longer than Matt Ryan's career. We will talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I'll give you one thing that lasted longer than Matt. Ryan's career uh, with the Indianapolis Colts right after I tell you about our friends that make the Two Rivers Ford take possible. That is, of course, Two Rivers Ford. 2023 model year Fords available right now at tworiversford.com. That's the place that you go. No matter how you like to shop, you can do it online and check out their all-new online inventory. You can custom order your next Ford the way that I did at tworiversford.com. You can go to the dealership if you like. You can test drive any of the vehicles, just seven miles east of Nashville International Airport. And, of course, you can call one of their non-commissioned salespeople, 1-800-900-1000, and talk to them about how fast, easy, and fun 
the car buying experience will be at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, looking at this situation for uh, the Indianapolis Colts, what lasted longer than Matt Ryan's career in Indy? There's a couple of different funny answers that I expect to see from you guys or that I know I will see from you guys. I've got a funny one myself. But first, let's hear from Tom Pelissero, who did the reporting on this today. This is a move that the Colts never could have contemplated when they acquired Matt Ryan for a third-round pick from the Atlanta Falcons back in the spring. I talked to Frank Reich a couple weeks later, and he said he had gone through all the tape and thought Matt Ryan could make all the throws. Obviously, they were looking for stability in terms of the leadership of the operation as well. Matt Ryan checked all those boxes. But something that jumped out, especially in recent weeks here, was Matt Ryan, just in terms of having the arm to make all the throws, seemed to be struggling. And that was just one factor in why this Colts offense was repeatedly struggling to score. With Sam Ellinger, it's a guy who they liked. They drafted him out of Texas because of his toughness, because of his makeup. Even though he doesn't necessarily have the physical traits of some other quarterbacks, he's not the tallest guy, he doesn't have the big arm, but he has a knack for making things happen. So you're trying to jumpstart a team that is supposed to go through the running game with Jonathan Taylor, the offensive line, which has not played well enough through the course of the season and has had some moving parts, and a defense that has not had its leader um, in Shaq Leonard for all but a couple of quarters so far this season. For Matt Ryan, mm -hmm. as Ian mentioned, they're paying him about $24 million this season, Andrew. $12 million of his base salary for next season also guaranteed. So... They're committed financially to Matt Ryan, but shoulder separation or no shoulder separation, Frank Reich says this was going to be the move. This yeah. is a sea change right now in Indianapolis. They hope for the better. Down tremendous are the Indianapolis Colts. By the way, Bailey Zappi just threw a 43-yard completion. I don't know what the hell is going on. But either way, I know that Matt Ryan got fired on his off day because of the Tennessee Titans. So name something that lasted longer than Matt Ryan's career as a cult. Derek Othello West, Aaron Rodgers, ayahuasca trip. Yep, that's exactly right. What lasted longer than Matt Ryan's uh, Antonio Brown's rolling loud performance lasted longer, says Kenyatta. The Jags lead in the division, says Leo. God bless. No, <laughs> not quite, but pretty close. At this point, uh, Jake Locker not being on an injury report. God, you guys are vicious. Uh, Matty Ice, well, there's some virginity jokes in there. Shocking to nobody. TMI, outstanding, though. Very happy for you all and your uh, inability to. <laughs> Never mind. I'll keep it moving. This is kind of a family show, I guess. Jeremy Pruitt's career as a poker player, says Ben Hall. Woo. This is really, really bad. So Mac Jones is going to get traded to the Colts probably tomorrow. No. I don't know what's going to happen with Mac Jones, but man, this is funny to watch. And certainly on the day where Matt Ryan gets benched, I think that, uh, I think honestly that the, the whole Matt Ryan deal, man, I, uh, it just went so counter to everything that they thought it was going to be clearly everything that, you know, it made a lot of sense. Jonathan Taylor was supposed to have a better offensive line. Matt Ryan was supposed to have a better offensive line. The offensive line being hot garbage has completely derailed everything that they wanted to do. Um, and now you have a situation where Matt Ryan's career comes to a very, very quiet end. He's clearly struggling both as far as his protection is concerned and with his ability to uh, and with his ability 
to um, make the throws that are required in that offense, as Tom Pelissero correctly pointed out. Uh, it took two minutes real time for the pass to score 14 points, says Rhett Berrigan. Yeah, and think about the Titans not being able to score an offensive touchdown in 60 minutes of football yesterday. Just unbelievable at this point. That Bailey Zappi can put together a better offensive performance than the Tennessee Titans right now. Makes me very upset. Uh, Stephen King says, Buck, this is not a children's show. No, but, you know, your, your uh, premature ejaculation jokes are not necessarily something that I wanted to wade into tonight. Stephen, but you know what? What can we do? B Fred says, Buck, how much did the tight or did the Colts pay Matt Ryan? This is where it gets crazy, right? Like the number, it's not just Matt Ryan, though, that that makes it so problematic. And honestly, uh, and honestly, Chris Ballard, um, Chris Ballard is going to need they need to move on from Chris Ballard, I think, at this point. He is he has done a horrendous job in trying to correct the situation since after Andrew Luck. Since 2018, so Ballard's been the GM there since 2017. Since 2018, the Colts have dished out $145 million in cash, not just in contracts, but in cash. Guaranteed money to 12 different quarterbacks. Luck, Brissett, Brad Kaya, Brian Hoyer, Chad Kelly, Phillip Rivers, 25.026 million. Carson Wentz, 21.3 million, and Matt Ryan, 24.7 million dollars. Brutal. Uh, the so I'll, I'll read all of the quarterbacks in total: Andrew Luck, Brissett, Kaya, Hoyer, Chad Kelly, Philip Rivers, Jacob Eason, Carson Wentz, Sam Ellinger, Brett Hundley, Matt Ryan, Nick Foles. It is a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of money that they have spent. They've just lit Jim Irsay's money on fire trying to figure out the Colts situation. And on top of all that, Jim Irsay has been losing money. Um, well, not losing money, but not making money on Lucas Oil Stadium. Think about this. They haven't hosted a home playoff game since 2014. 2014. That's a lot of missed revenue opportunity for an NFL owner who's got a stadium like that, which is still, I mean, Lucas Oil has probably been operational for let me see if I've been out of high school for 11 years and the first year that Lucas Oil was opened was my junior year no sophomore year sophomore year of high school so it's been probably it's been probably 13 years since uh since Lucas Oil has been opened to not have and you know it's been it's been it's been eight years since they've hosted a home playoff game that's a lot of money that they're missing out on, man. That's a really, really difficult thing. Buck, and yet we keep talking about the Colts like they're good. Haven't won the division since since 2014, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, well, you know, here's the thing, though, about Indianapolis. Like, their defense is good. I absolutely, I absolutely think they could have been a good football team, even if Matt Ryan is, you know, limited at this stage in his career. But so much fell apart when that offensive line fell apart. That I mean, MB, nobody could have predicted that. Nobody could have predicted that the Colts' offensive line would have fallen to shit that quickly. And yet here it is. Quentin Nelson is routinely getting punked, not just by like Danico Autry and Jeff Simmons, but they have been consistently poor in pass protection in front of a 37-year-old quarterback that can't move. So I, I get what you're saying, and you're right. They are one of the most overhyped teams in the NFL, overhyped franchises 
in the NFL since Andrew Luck retired, um, and they just haven't been able to get it right. Tough scene. Let me tell you quickly, before we continue our conversation, we'll read more of your comments about what lasted longer than Matt Ryan's Colts career. I will first remind you, though, that the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage also has lasted longer than Matt Ryan's career as a Colt. They are the official real estate agency of the Nashville Predators. They're the official real estate agency of me because I love them. The Ashton team got me a great setup in my dream address without the stress over three years ago. GaryAshton.com will get you that intel edge you need to sell your home for more if you're in the market to do so while you find your next one in this red-hot real estate market. GaryAshton.com for more information and to find the intel edge you need to succeed. Don't sell without the intel at GaryAshton.com. So, what lasted longer than Matt Ryan's career as a Colt? What lasted longer is Urban Meyer's career as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Think about that. Urban Meyer made it to a, I believe it was week nine or 10 um, of the NFL season. It was November at the very least because it was after the Titans played the Jaguars here in Nashville. And this was before, right before um, the kicking of the kicker story, I believe came out, but also after Urban had lost in another game uh, in dramatic fashion. So you look at uh, you look at the situation for, uh, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer got fired for a variety of different reasons, but also because he didn't win football games, but he still lasted longer than Matt Ryan's career as a cult, which is absolutely crazy to think about Urban Meyer. How about that for a, a punchline at this point? Just unbelievable. Uh, I told all my friends that this would happen. Matt Ryan wasn't much of an upgrade from Wentz. No, I just, I, I, man, I guess, I guess like the results are what they are, right? And they uh, the results are what they are. And I think that it's easy to have that kind of bias with the results in hand, but I just, I don't think it could have been, I don't think anybody could have predicted that it would have gone this badly for Matt Ryan and Indy. Uh, Broncos country, let's ride, lasted longer than Matt Ryan's career. Derek Othello West, just on a heater tonight. Outstanding. Uh, some of those material that he submitted. Derek out here doing a stand-up show in the middle of the Facebook live chat on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, where you can hang out with us on prime time. So let's, 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 uh, let us conclude the Colts coverage for the remainder of the season. Cause I just don't care to hear about them, talk about them, see them anymore on my television screen. Enough of the Colts for 2022. Let us talk about tweaks that you would like to make the Todd Downing's playbook. Since that's your second favorite thing to do outside of point and laugh at the Colts in my experience, let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What one play if you had to take one play out of Todd Downing's playbook, what call would you remove? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you about the fine folks who make the primetime show possible. That is Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports, where you go to wager on all the action this football season. They will put you in a position to succeed, to take the fight to Las Vegas, and have success. This is the situation. Uh, this is the situation at Superbook. They are always looking for great opportunities, great odd boosts, great promotions to get you involved, to make sure that you have the best chance to take on the best odds makers on the strip. Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, what one play would you take out of Todd Downing's playbook? 
Uh, Tannehill, Minshew, let's see. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so over the fire downing thing. It's not going to happen. Get over it, says Christopher White. Yeah, but that's not gonna that's not gonna stop people from doing it. Ben Hall says burn all of the pages with sweeps and running back tosses in them. MB says A and B gap runs on first down specifically. I'm very much a proponent of that. Sign me up. Bringing Willis in for a fumble says Stephen. Well, I don't think that's the exact play call. I don't think they're bringing Willis in specifically to fumble the football, but I know what you're talking about uh, at this point. Take out the screen says Troy Burns. Well, that's uh, that's just objectively. Stupid, because that's the only source of explosive passing plays that they've been able to get as of late to take out the screen. Completely neuters the ability to have defenses pay attention to Derrick Henry or Dontrell Hilliard out on the field. That is a flatly incorrect statement. Um, they should start Willis against the Texans, says Major Key. We can't afford that loss. We can afford that loss so Tannehill can heal. Oof, no, I don't. You can't. You can't afford an AFC South loss. All the, here's the thing, like just because you've swept the Colts, sweeping the Colts is important. Absolutely. No question about it. But all they have to do is have a better record than you and they make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like you haven't killed effectively the Colts. You haven't killed anybody effectively in this division yet. You've made life infinitely harder on the Colts. There's no question about that, but we're only in week seven guys. You can't afford a loss to a divisional opponent. I think that's nonsensical. Now, if you have a uh, if you have a situation where Ryan Tan we'll see how the week of work goes for Ryan Tannehill. Um, obviously, we didn't have access to him today, but the ankle situation um, is problematic. Given that when last we saw him last night, he was in a boot. So I think the uh, I think the situation for the Titans is listen. They go through the week of work operating as if Tannehill is going to be the starter. And if they feel like, okay, he can't go and it gets late enough in the week where they can make a decision to get Malik Willis some reps, then at that point you get Malik Willis some reps. I just, man, I don't know. I really don't know what gives you the best advantage. A Tannehill who can't move in a, a behind an offensive line who is brutal in front of him or Malik Willis who, oof, I don't know, it's just a really risky proposition to put him out there when you have such a thin margin for error and the risk of a rookie turning the ball over just because, you know, he's going to be put in a difficult situation in live game reps. Like, that's where he's going to have to improve. It's not going to come on the practice field at this point because he still has to run scout stuff um, during the course of the week. Man, I it's too early to make a determination. But I really, I don't like the idea of putting Malik Willis out there in a divisional game that you absolutely need to have no matter how many times you beat the Colts. At this point, uh, but the the play that I would take out is the, of course, the famous, uh, the, the famous jet sweeps. No more jet sweeps. The jet sweeps don't. They, I don't know what it is about the jet sweeps. They just haven't executed them well. Mike Rabel has asked about it today. That's what the head coach had to say. Your footwork. So if your ankles bombed, you don't have a chance to really push off. You can see Tannehill kind of lunging at Malik Willis to try and get that. The use of Malik as the use of Malik out wide a couple mm -hmm. times and on the aborted handoff. Was that more product of being shorthanded at the wide receiver position and putting him there or just trying to put a new wrinkle in and add something else? To the I think face? probably a little bit of both, you know, wanting to make sure that, you know, we're doing things that, that we think can, can help us and, you know, Malik's ability. So we'll see what kind of where that package goes. And, you know, thought we had a good play. Thought, thought we really liked, um, 
you know, where things were and, and what it would look like. And unfortunately, we just weren't able to execute on that particular play. But, you know, we'll try to keep doing things that we feel like, you know, can help us and, and his skill set and <clears throat> seeing where things go. Maybe take the jet sweeps out or just the jet sweep with uh, maybe just the jet sweep with um, Malik Willis at this point. Khalil Herbert, by the way, just caught a 25-yard touchdown pass. Justin Fields got rocked on the play. He looked like he had to get up pretty slowly at this point. Oof, just crunched uh, on the shoulder as he let that ball go, but still a 25-yard touchdown pass to keep the Bears in the lead on Monday Night Football. So um, I think it would be the jet sweep with Malik Willis for me, but listen, they're just they're looking for help anywhere they can get it. I totally understand why Vrabel did it. I don't, um, you know, I don't think risk reward it I, you know it's easy to play the results like that but yeah it's just uh it's just a tough scene retire the jet sweeps as sin city titan i think that's probably going to be the consensus tonight death grinder b says willis could come out and be the next lamar um you know it's not that he's not lamar nobody's lamar um that's a completely unrealistic expectation and don't just do that because he's a a quarterback who has the ability to make plays with his legs. Lamar is a totally different kind of um, second reaction runner. Malik is, Malik is explosive, certainly. I mean, he has the ability to make plays, but like, don't do Malik Willis the disservice of making Lamar Jackson comparisons um, before he started an NFL game. Lamar was a first-round pick. Malik Willis was and is substantially more raw than Lamar Jackson was his rookie year. I really, you know, like... I, I really hate that these conversations turn into it looks like me saying it looks like me talking down on Malik Willis because I really I'm 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 trying to avoid that uh, while being realistic about the criticism of Malik. He's just he's not ready, man. He's just not ready on so many different levels. And like I said, I'm going to I'm trying to get somebody on the radio show who works with him as a quarterback coach to help people understand what it is that he's capable or not capable of doing right now, but to say that he could come out and be the next Lamar is so it's, it's exactly the kind of thing that I'm glad that he doesn't have to deal with. Like, I'm so glad that he doesn't have to start games because you guys would bury him if he goes out there and you have expectations of Lamar Jackson and it's, oof, it's anything, but uh, Troy Burns says, Buck be real. Robinson's holding Vrabel back. I don't think that's true. I mean, you know, I think uh, I don't think there's any evidence of that. I mean, there's some shitty drafts out there, but like, you know, everybody's everybody has shitty drafts. Uh, we need to stop comparing periods, says MB. Yes, I think uh, I think that is absolutely that's absolutely so. OK, let's uh, let's move on to. So all in favor of say, getting rid of the uh, Malik Willis jet sweep, say aye. Aye. All right. The eyes have it. Producer Reed, I saw his hand up in the background. I, uh, I can't see you guys, but I assume that everybody raised their hand. The eyes have it. We move on to honor a Tennessee legend to rest in power for uh, uh, Leslie Jordan, who passed away at the age of 67 today. Which celebrity who recently passed will you miss the most? I hate moments like this, but this run really, really hurt me. Um, and I know since he's from the state of Tennessee, he's from the city of Chattanooga, we have to pay tribute to the legend that he was. So which celebrity who recently passed will you miss the most? Talk about it together right after I remind you that the place that you will go if you are not trying to miss out on your weight goals, TrueMathFitness.com, your fitness goals. You want to achieve those fitness goals. 
You want to go to TrueMath Fitness and get your fitness journey started today. It's a new way to work out, a better way to work out, an efficient way to work out. It's not going to put a bunch of time constraints. You're going to find a great and well-formulated plan for you to achieve, no matter what your level of fitness is, whether it's their boot camp style classes, whether it's personal training or their open gym, TrueMathFitness.com is ready to show you how much better you can be for your first workout free. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. So which celebrity will you miss the most? Uh, so Leslie Jordan passed away today at the age of 67. And honestly, it's just heartbreaking because uh, he's such he's just such a unique individual and such a comedically perfect human being. Uh, he died today at 67 years old. Apparently, he had some kind of uh, medical emergency and crashed his BMW into the side of the building, side of a building while driving. So uh, fortunately, nobody else hurt in this situation, but did su- suffer some kind of medical episode. Uh, the tow truck about three hours ago, tow truck just removed Leslie's car from the scene. I'm reading TMZ right now. You can see heavy damage to the front passenger side and his wheel almost totally taken off. So he hit this he hit this wall pretty hard. Um, man, that's scary stuff. But I certainly, uh, you know, he's an icon. Uh, he's an icon across so many different generations. He's somebody whose comedy, I think, can reach anybody. And he was one. Of, he was honestly one of the things that kept a smile on my face during the the pandemic lockdown. Because he would do these funny ass videos on Instagram. Some of them, you know, uh, more memorable than others. Well, shit. What are y'all doing? Screwing. <laughs> well, shit. What are y'all doing? Screwing. <laughs> All right. Obviously, the comedic stylings of uh, of Leslie uh, of Leslie uh, uh, Jordan go far above and beyond that. But you know, R.I.P. to a legend gone too soon at sixty-seven. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh celebrities who i think you know feel like they're in your head somebody said taylor lawan get the hell out of here <laughs> if he's god I, that might i i had somebody text me the other day asking why does will compton keep keep posting that taylor is dead is taylor okay and i said yes they're just both idiots complete and total idiots although i saw that they had uh they had um, Lendale White and Chris Johnson on Bussin' today. I think they're going to put out that episode tomorrow, which I'm sure is going to be good because uh, I know those two have a podcast. Uh, Smash and Dash have a podcast, which would be laugh out loud. Funny. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Get you back in time to enjoy the rest of Monday Night Football. Have a great rest of your evening. Radio show tomorrow. We got a great radio show tomorrow if you are a Titans and Oilers fan. Warren Moon, franchise legend is going to join the show at 1220. We'll talk about the week that he had here in Nashville as a uh, as Titans Oilers homecoming concluded and what he thinks of this Titans team right now. In the meantime, you know, honestly, Reed, I think I would like I would like to mix this into our end of show video rotation. I think that is what I would uh, very much like to do. So at this point, uh, oh, whoa, what what happened there? What are you? Oh, it's Austin and Nick. How about that? Look at the boys. All cleaned up. All right, Reed is Reed, the reason Reed was giving me the finger and not that finger uh, is because he was trying to remind me that Austin and Zach, on behalf of A to Z Sports, uh, just won the Entrepreneurial Award for Best Nashville Sports, Music, and Entertainment 
startup company. Uh, and he just sent me, he literally just sent us a picture of the trophy. So that's the boys on the red carpet looking snazzy. Zach with his tie clip. Austin's got the clear rimmed glasses living. I don't know, Reed, if you want to flip it back to me. I don't know if you guys can see the award. Hopefully the glare of them trying to avoid the glare of the ring light for you guys. But that's the trophy and the picture that Austin Stanley just sent us. So congratulations to everybody. Man, that's uh, that's really cool. I'm proud as uh, I would never tell those two this, but I'm very proud of them. Um, not that, not just because you know I work for them and they uh, and they saved me from a horrendous work situation when they hired me way way back in 2019. Um, but those dudes have worked very very hard. I have seen it firsthand. A to Z Sports has grown from one market and three employees, Austin, Zach, and myself, to, I believe, 16 markets as of this football season and 35 total employees. They are uh, they are a couple of badasses, and not a lot of people could do the things that they've done across the board. So I hope you guys will celebrate with them together. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to everybody. Uh, you guys, especially you guys won. Billy Jones says we won. Hell yeah. You know what? This, this shit doesn't happen without you guys. So, um, you know, truly thank you for the way I Austin and Zach will thank you tomorrow morning. I'm certain, uh, I'm sure Zach will give a very, very, uh, well thought out victory speech as he is known to do. Um, but I do think that you guys deserve a tremendous amount of credit because the way that you support what Austin and Zach built, the way that you support what producer Reed and I do here on Sunday through Thursday nights and everything else, the Titan Up podcast, Charlie and Charlie and Reagan, you know, what they do with the the halftime and postgame shows. Um, so thank you guys for making something like that possible. Really, really cool. Um, really, really cool to uh, to see that come to life. Eric Alonzo says, you owe those dudes your life, Buck. Hmm, professionally, yes. <laughs> Hell yes, man. Uh, they, you know, I, I like to think that I would have been all right if, if I'd, uh, even if, even if they hadn't plucked me out of just an absolute hellhole that I started working at. Um, but listen, everybody has a shitty, shitty job right out the gate, especially in our industry, man. When a lot of these jobs, a lot of these entry-level jobs just do not pay a lot of money. You gotta, you gotta gut it out for a couple of years before you can finally cash in on what it is a ridiculous thing that we get to do here. Um, but there's no question those dudes, those dudes, I remember, I remember very well. They, so I used to, I used to work at one Oh two five and I, by the way, like it was a, it was a horrific work situation, horrific work environment. Um, but I, I do think that I I'm grateful for a lot of the people, a, a lot of the people that I worked over there with, because there's some really, really cool people. Um, and you know, it was a, it was a, it was a difficult situation that a lot of us were in. And I was, you know, I was some 22 year old pissant at a college, uh, that they allowed the opportunity to go to Titans practice. So I cannot, I cannot rip one Oh two five while not acknowledging that they gave me a lot of cool opportunities. Like nobody should have put me at 22 years old in an NFL locker room and said, all right, figure it out. Start being an NFL reporter. I said, okay. Um, but I remember very well, uh, one of my friends, my best friend at one Oh two five at the time, my best friend in Nashville got fired. And the next day, or I think that day, Austin and Zach had texted me, said, hey, we'd like to take you to lunch and talk about a cool opportunity. And I said, you know what? It's a sign from the football gods above. 
So I think we went to Party Foul, uh, if I remember correctly, Party Foul in the Gulch in downtown Nashville. They said, hey, we're doing this thing. We're trying to create another show. You want in? I said, yeah. You know what? Sounds like a good deal. And uh, and since then, all the boys have done is absolutely blow this thing up in uh, in ways that I'm very, very happy to be a very small part of. Anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight. Here on the Primetime Show, always appreciate you guys. Thank you uh, for spending your time here with us. Radio show tomorrow, as I mentioned, Warren Moon. We will do that. Uh, we will have that uh, interview tomorrow at 1220, so I hope you'll listen from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. And if I don't catch you there, I'll see you tomorrow night on the radio show. I think for the rest, I think, you know, we'll use the John Robinson ending clip for from time to time. But, you know, I think uh, I think at least for the remainder of this year, this calendar year, we should work our guy, Leslie Jordan, into the rotation. Well, shit. What are y'all doing? Screw